Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Vid Friends Living Life and Love Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. Today's show is going to be a little bit different. Today is a Poetic Lover's Day Out. It's our Valentine's Day show, and I have a special guest with me today. That is Kim Yetta Mack from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Welcome, Kim Yetta. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So today's show, uh, we are going to have some dialogue, some discussion about love and relationships, and we're also going to share some poetry. And one of the things that I've always wanted to do is to go to a poetry reading and share some of my work that I chickened out the first time. And then the second time we had the pandemic start, so I couldn't do it. Now I have an opportunity to share with all the listeners out there. But before we get started, Kim, you anything you want to share with our listeners? I, I do, Mark, and I thank you for asking me that. Um, I just want everyone to just have an open mind because the way everyone expresses themselves is different than each other's. And to keep in perspective that this is not your average hallmark poetry that you may read in right. the cars and everything, but this is something that, you know, we experience through our life and through our everyday when we're different dealing with relationships, whether with ourselves, husbands, fiancés, just relationships all together. And I just want you to just keep an open mind as we share the poetry with you all. Absolutely. And and, and too for our listeners, just as Kenyatta said, keep an open mind. Um we are not experts in relationships, but we are experts in our relationships. So when we share our poetry, is coming from our experiences and our thoughts and opinions about love, relationships. And it, towards the end, we're going to talk a little bit about intimacy, um, whether it's emotional or physical. So just keep that in mind. So before we get into the poetry, but let's just talk, Camilla, just for a little bit. Um, we're going to start it off and basically – a couple of different sections. We're going to talk about the heartbreaking pain that's associated with relationships. Um, then we'll move into the the new love, the crushes, and starting over. And then we start talking about relationships and intimacy. So anything you want to add on the heartbreak pain part, and then we'll get started. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a good question because with any heartbreak, <laughs> with any relationship, it can really deter how you see future relationships, whether it's coworker, spouse, or anything like that with a parent or a child. We have to think about the healing process of it all because with every heartbreak and the pain, there is healing in that. You have to learn from the heartbreak, learn from the pain, what you got out of that, and don't let it determine how you love or go forth in your life with new relationships. You have to just come to terms that, okay, I was hurt, I was heartbroken. Now, how can I go from here? Because there is a future out Absolutely. there. And it's just we're dealing with the pain part of it. It's, it's going to hurt and it's going to take time to heal, but just know in the healing process, there's always growth. Absolutely. And for my brothers out there, same thing goes for you. Um, as men, we try to hide our pain, we mask it through um, substance abuse, we mask it through a new relationship or, you know, and then and then when we mask it, it comes out in other ways, such as physical abuse, emotional abuse, and things like that. So, brothers, we got to start figuring out ways to get our emotions and feelings out so we can better handle these things. Now, I'm going to start with the poem called Emotional Judas. 
And just to break it down, how I came up with the title, uh, and don't judge me, I was sitting in church, and we were listening to the <laughs> sermon, and the sermon was about Judas betraying Jesus, and of course, Jesus still loved him. He knew what was going to happen, and I'm going, man, emotional Judas. <laughs> so I, that's how I came up with the <laughs> title, but I'm going to go ahead and read Emotional Judas. From the very start, my heart was deceived. I never knew what devious schemes you had planned for me. Was it worth it, the pain with no gain? Emotional Judas, your tongue was untamed. Venom was spit day after day, time after time, until you knew my emotions were no longer mine. Emotional Judas, pull the knife out of my back. Stop. You're emotionally draining. Leave it intact. I was never perfect, only human. Was I a mistake? Emotional Judas, you snake, pierced my heart with a stake. What was your purpose? Was it never to love? I knew you'd do it to me. There were signs from above. Emotional Judas, you destroyed a heart for fool's gold. You put me in emotional slavery. My heart had been sold. When I laid on my deathbed, you were not there. You smiled in your sleep. You slept without care. You never considered my role in this life. Refrain from touching me. I'll remove my own knife. Emotional Judas, emotional Judas, all I ask is why. Why would you let love rot on death's bed and die? I would pour out my heart and shed tears for you. I can't let that happen again. You might steal my tears too. So that is mm-hmm. emotional Judas. That's in my finger. Um, That's what you do when you hear what you did. just really mean something. That's your finger. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, um, and, and, and that it's was, so awesome. you know, when that. you... But, you know, when you feel pain, I feel like talk about it, write it down, you know, sing about it, get get it out. And, you know, pain doesn't last forever. And I know sometimes we we say get rid of the past, and I understand that. But sometimes you have to understand your past in order to move forward in your future, you know? Oh. So I do have another one to read, and I'm going to throw it over to you, um, and it's called Relational Homicide. Now, with poetry, it doesn't always have to rhyme. You know, there, there are different styles of, poem, of poetry, different styles of poets, and this one does not rhyme, but it still has the same type of meaning. But let me set it up. Most, uh, relational homicide, sometimes we get involved in relationships we had no business being in. Our parents tell us don't, our friends tell us don't, our heart tell us not to, but we still do it anyway. So this is relational homicide. Love is a continuous journey into the unknown. We travel into the realm of love, optimistically blinded by the desires of our hearts. We fall in love with passion, lust, desire, romance, and physical attraction, For every wrong turn in life, you struggle to make the right turn. You look in the eyes of a stranger. Your heart recites a tale of two hearts. Conversation, open communication, and trust are established. You feel their joys and their pain. You're there for them physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Yet, reality stares at you in the mirror. This person is not yours. Their heart is with another. In your mind's eye, This person should be yours. Your heart denies you the truth. You want this person to want you, to need you, to desire you. You need them. Your daydreams are about life with that person. You crave the warmth from their arms. However, their eyes no longer display love. 
passion or even physical attraction. Their eyes turn cold and their words burn deep. Your tears of joy mold into tears of heartbreak. The mask that was hiding the true person is now visible. The frigid cold, the fading love, the deceitful lies, and the hateful tone now flood your life. You stand frozen in time. Your last breath fades. Your heart takes its last beat. The last words never heard flatlined. You have become another victim. 911, what's your emergency? Another love is dead. The cause of death? Relational homicide. Love has gone too soon. Mm. So, to our listeners, we're not going to stay on the heartbreak part long. We just want to get that out of the way so we can move into some other things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say something. Gonna... <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the poetry that you read before the, the homicide one, when you were talking mm-hmm. about how the snake and seeing the spine, and how it yeah. went into the homicide when, yeah. you know, you got families and your mom and your, you know, parents telling you no because this ain't. But it's like it all goes hand in hand because sometimes we do see the signs. But we're blindly right. thinking that we're in love, but sometimes it could be lust or it could be infatuation. So it's just right. seeing the signs, knowing the signs, signs, and just say, okay, this is not for me. Let me just, because everyone is in our life for a season. Right, and we have right. to know what season, what the what their motive, what the reason they're in our life for. So I, I mean, I love it. I mean, oh my gosh. Okay, go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> do you have one you want to share yet, or you let me know when you're ready? I, I do. We okay. This is a heartbreak, you guys. Like you say, we're trying to get the heartbreaks out away. So this is one. I, yes. You know, I just when you when you think about relationship, how men see women, or how a man saw me at that moment not realizing, thinking his whole motive was everything else than what I thought. So this right. title is called You Thought. You took, took one look at me, and from there, your mind began to play this game with you. You thought, the way she looks, she must be easy. She's insecure, and she would cling to any man that gives her attention. You thought, no one wants her. She knows this. Who would be caught in public or seen with her? I just want that one thing, and I'm sure most men want from her, oh, yes, that sex. And look at that mountain of love she carries. Do not get me wrong. She is beautiful. Eyes and smile so captivating. I could easily fall in love, but no, not happening. Stay focused on the prize, sex. You thought, I wonder if her body covered with those spots, the things I'm thinking of doing to her that she has no idea of knowing. She is clueless. So not aware of my attentions, blinded by everything else, love, I am coming for her like a thief in the night, stealing all that she has to offer and leaving her vulnerable for the next. You thought she is going to think I really want to be with her, and she's not totally wrong. I do want to be with her, but just not in the way that she's thinking. I would never be her man. I want to love her body, but only when I want her that way. You thought I'm going to make her feel special just so I can have her tangled in the well of deceit. And when I'm done playing with her, I would just move on leaving her hating herself, wanting to kill herself, never to trust another. And yes, I did that to her. Yes, that one was vitiligo. She would never be the same ever. You thought. Wow. That's me snapping. I felt (laughs) in that time, that's what it was all about. And when I realized, I was like, Right. You thought all these things, but at the end, 
I'm, I know, that's when you have to learn to find your worth. Know who you are. Right, right, right. So that's what, I mean, it, that piece, it hit home because that's what I dealt with. Right. And, and you know, people don't understand, um, you get lost in relationships. Um, you know, you meet somebody, they're great, wonderful, or at least you think, and, and some people are great. Let me, not, let me not say that. There are some great, wonderful people out there that you're just not meant to be with. Right. But sometimes we get lost in relationships right. and we forget who we are. We forget about our talents. We forget about, you know, um, and I say that because I've been there where I stopped drawing, I stopped writing, and I stopped doing these things. I got lost. And you have to rediscover who you are as a person and then work on who That's you are it. as a person so you can be healed, you know. And mm-hmm. healing is very important. And, and this one, I'm going sure. to save it for later, but I'm going to read it now. It's probably the, it's the easiest poem I've ever written since we're talking <laughs> about, you know, rediscovering, dealing with the pain, and, and knowing that you can love again. And right. this is titled Love Again. And and it's simple. It's a real simple poem. If you ready, you ready? Here we go. <laughs> Love <laughs> lost. Heartbreak. Live. Heal. Hope. Faith. Live again. Love again. Love. And that's it. It's simple. Oh. We go through all those phases. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and when I wrote that um, I was going to work. I, I write in some of the weirdest places. I'm driving to work, and I started speaking <laughs> it to my phone. I'm like, ooh, here's a simple poem. And, That's inspiration. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, and, and I say that poetry, if, if you're a person who likes to write or be creative, it hits you in the weirdest of times. You know, you could be walking somewhere. You could, Like I said, sitting in church, supposed to be listening to the sermon, and you got a poem or uh-huh. random. And mm-hmm. and. I can't always tell you where these things come from. Um, sometimes I'm sleeping and I get a poem in my head. I've got to write it down. If not, I'm going to lose it. Now, right. let's move forward. So we know with, um, with love, you no, know, there comes the heartbreak. And once you really start healing yourself, because uh, nobody else can do it for you, you've got to heal yourself, you start to begin to hope, be, become hopeful again. And, you know, you start looking at people in different light and, you know, you might have a crush over here or see somebody is very attractive <laughs> or very nice to you. And you kind of want to start over, you know, and, and we don't always know how to start over, but you want to, and, uh, and you might have that new love. Um, but I wrote this one called strange love because if we know anything about love, love is strange. It is weird. It's going to hit you when you least expect it, when you don't want it. Only thing, we have to be open to love, and we cannot bird box it. If you remember bird box, you know, you close your eyes, I don't see it. Uh, you know, you can't do that. Um, we can, we do it, but you shouldn't because you might miss, you might miss uh, a blessing, you know. You just never know. Mm-hmm. But this one is called Strange Love. Mysterious feelings, love languages sets the tone. Two hearts, one fate, exploring tales of the unknown. Memory phase of how we arrived here together. Does it have external implications? Can this mysterious love last forever? The shifting of emotions are long overdue. I only question if what we're feeling is true. It happened swiftly. I was blinded after years of loving others. Admiration and respect turned friends into lovers. I fell headfirst into a sea full of emotions. 
no longer dry like the desert, endlessly vast like the ocean. Uncertain feelings dwell within this love and relationship. The deepness of thought transforms into intimate companionship. Love that has no end exists on an eternal range. Unexpected encompassing love is a love that is so strange. Strange love. Mm. Here it is. Love is strange. It is. It's weird. It, it happens when you least expect it. And sometimes we think we are in love or we think we love someone until you really experience what love is, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it, it's interesting. Now, let's talk about those crushes. Let's talk about those people that, um, and we've been there, where you like somebody and you want to get to know them, <laughs> you know, you want to, hey, my name is, or you, it could be a friend, you know, it could be somebody you've been cool with for years that they just don't know how you feel. Uh, what are your thoughts on the crushes, the, those, those relationships, those friendships that you want to be a relationship, but they're still just friendships? <laughs> those are called, that's what I say when people, when you saying that, I was thinking about a girlfriend of mine. It's like you want somebody that don't want you. Vice versa. Right. They want you, and you don't want them. And, 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 and like that, you, I that, mean, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say we've all been there. We have all been there. Mhm. And you. Well, go ahead and finish talking point, about your you friend. Have, oh no, that's all I had to say. So that's how it is. Sometimes you want oh, to be with someone so bad, but in eyesight. They don't want to be with you. And I was thinking about right. her when you said that because sometimes we, from a spiritual standpoint, we know we have to consult God about every direction, every situation, right. everything that we want to do or want to go. So and sometimes right. we don't want to because we're afraid of what he's going to say. So we go out there and right. that heartbreak. Then we have that crush yet again and hope that, oh, I hope this is the one. I hope he's the one. I hope she's right. the one. And we go through that cycle again. Right. And it is a cycle. And it can be very vicious yeah. at times. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and there's nothing wrong with having a crush on somebody. You know, there are very nice people out there. Of course, you know, if you just looking at how they look on the outside, it's a little different. It's more infatuation and, right. oh, that person's fine, mm-hmm. you know. But you got to get to know people deeper than that. Uh, get past fine and see True. what you got, you know. Um, they could be but, fine on the outside, be crappy in the, in the inside, ugly person on the absolutely, inside. Absolutely, absolutely. So I wrote this one called "I Am That Prince," and it deals with it, it's it's written like a little short story, so to speak. Um, I have this issue with not writing short poems. I like longer poems, um, but mm-hmm. it's just imagine a queen on her throne and she has her confidant, the person she shares every with, everything with, and he's seen her cry, seen her happy, seen her mad, everything. He knows everything about the kingdom and everything outside the kingdom. But it's called I Am That Prince. My dear queen, I stand before you humbled and honored. I present to you a message from a nobleman who wishes for your love and your heart. Most beautiful queen, close your eyes and visualize a special place with me, a place of many dreams and a loving reality. In this paradise, I see you, the most beautiful queen on your throne, pampered with red roses and petals scattered about your feet, red carpet rolls of many miles. At the end of the carpet is a tall, handsome prince. 
He desires to kiss your precious extended hand. He vows to treasure you with riches from his heart. He is willing to give you his kingdom in exchange for your love. His name is unknown. He calls himself the mighty warrior. He fights not with weapons of destruction, but weapons of compassion and love. He wants to walk hand in hand with you, my queen. He is falling deeper and deeper in love with you. He is a gentle savior, a romantic, a scholar, a man of great aptitude. He has the valor to dismantle the walls that exist around his heart. All this and more will he do for you, my queen. To him, this is all just a dream. He is optimistic that his reality will become yours for eternity, a reality to cherish you, cherish like the buried treasure deep within his heart. Find what this prince will offer you. Let him adore you, love you, and comfort you. Yours truly, the prince. My queen, please consider his words as the truth. You may ask about my connection to this prince. I've known him all my life, years, decades. I know him as if we were as one. I must be honest and tell you the truth. My queen, with much love and honor, I am that prince. So mm. that's that's my little... Like the crush, you know, like he's known her all this time and he's the one in love with her. But, you know, right. you got to figure out a, sometimes you got to figure out a fancy way of telling somebody that that you're in love with them or you really like them. Uh, whether it turns mm-hmm. out to be something or not, I'm not even sure. Oh, looks like we have a guest on the line. We're going to bring our guest in real quick okay. and then we'll get back to it. Greetings, guest. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm doing yes. pretty well. How are you guys today? Doing well. Doing well. Uh-huh. Uh, you'd like to state your name and where you're calling from? Uh, my name is Rusty, and um, I don't want to say where I'm calling from um, because okay. I just wanted to ask you guys if any of you have heard of um, Wendy Williams and her command of the lizard people. We are not. We are vitfriends.org, um, and this is one of our special events that we're hosting today. Okay. Well, Wendy Williams is the leader of the Lizard People, and they're in, they're getting into entertainment and political positions. And I just wanted to get the word out and make sure that people are aware. Um, so, the Lizard People are taking over. And if you have any people in your life who start acting differently, or you know they're mm-hmm. they're complaining that they're constantly hot, uh, just beware. I understand that. And you know what? If you listen to finish listening to our show, you hear some great poetry. But thank you for calling, and you have a wonderful day. And watch out for okay. those lizard people. I should have written, written a poem about lizard people. Okay, that was very interesting. And back to our show. So okay. if anybody out there is a lizard person, hey, lizard people need love too. So here we go. I'm gonna. That was interesting. But I'm going to go into a poem called You Are a Gem. Because sometimes, you know, we may feel like nobody wants us or um, somebody may, you know, sometimes we we don't feel lovable. And this is, I feel like, a perfect lead-in to what just happened with the gentleman talking about the lizard people. I mean, hey, like I said, lizard people need love. So you are a gem. Are you a gem so precious and rare? A diamond that is cherished and always kept near. You're valuable above ordinary rubies and gold. You're historically treasured by past tales that were told. Those who possess this great gem that's so rare 
lost it to another without any great care. How unfair in this world when we ignore a gem's worth. Sapphire formed from trials, from death to its rebirth. The emerald is dull from such unloved touch. To the lover of gems, jasper means so much. How did an amethyst survive warfare and wrath? The opal lays dormant, scarred from the aftermath. Cradled in the hand that loves without condition, to love, polish, and treasure is the gem finder's mission. Care from one, from such a one who presents themselves as a gem lover, they'll love that opal that was given away by another. If you have someone, a gem, you love with all care, hold to them tightly with love unconditionally rare. True love does exist, and no one can truly measure. Take pleasure and will let you go. The right person will treasure you forever. Remember, you are a gem. So for some of our singles out there that may feel like you're not loved or there's no one out there, there's always someone out there who's willing to love you just the way you want to be loved. And, and I'm glad you said that because there's the one for everybody. I know it may sound cliche, but that's just like saying right. like some women or men be going out there getting implants, getting our faces done, getting food right. implants. But God had made a certain way for someone else. Because you got to understand that when you do find that with someone or when that someone is is meant to be in your life, he already got an image or she already got an image or picture of you that God has showed you of that person. And then they look at you like, that's not the same person. Because we're going to do so much changing ourselves to look like what we think the, the world or society want us to look like in our hindsight. We are who we are. We are who we are created to be. We're both, and we are all uniquely and wonderfully made in His image. We're Absolutely. all like even with people with good LIGO. We all don't have the same spot. There's a spot that's right. different. There's a, a space that's different on us that makes us different than one another. So don't try to alter yourself to what the world may want you to look like. Just be you. There's someone out there for you. Right. Absolutely. And it could be a lizard person. I mean, who knows? <laughs> Let me get off the lizard person be. thing. I just thought no, that was funny. I want to read this. <laughs> I want to read this ahead, called Crush. It's very yeah. simple, and it's, and it's just short and to the point. It's called Crush. And this is how you, you know, you think about somebody that you first met, you just, oh, my God, he's everything. Like, oh, yes, he makes you have them butterflies. It says, right. when I'm in your presence, the earth is still. My heart stops. I stop breathing. The earth comes quiet, and then just then, when you speak, everything goes back to normal. That's when that, mm. that man or that woman gives you butterflies. It's just like you just can't do right. nothing but them. They're everything to you at that point. is just like, oh, my God. It's like you get the anxiety. It's like right. a good anxiety. What just so happened? we have yep. that in well, our What life. am I feeling? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I'm going to piggyback on one um, called friendship. Um, and and okay. let me just let's set this up. When I write sometimes, you know, sometimes I can get deep with the writing. Sometimes I try to keep it as simple as possible because I don't always want to lose the, the reader in what I'm trying to, you know, get, right. get the point across. So, it, you know, I just feel like as a writer, every, every time I do something is different. I have a different style each time. But this one's called Friendship. I walked into my room and laid across my bed. 
The imagery of you dance happily through my head. Every moment with you so <laughs> pure and intimate. This moment in time I'll never forget. Reality, reality check, this is the first time we met. My focus is off and my emotions are a wreck. Real talk, deep words, loving looks, I must confess. It's hard to keep cool when my thoughts are a mess. My nerves are still became jumbled and twisted. The vibe that I'm projecting is full of interest. Your eyes are like pearls. It's hard to keep track. The night may be over, but I want you back. Out of respect for you, I made no sudden moves. Ending the time for our night was the hardest thing to do. I loved your embracing hugs you left me with. It was the best of all times. I call it your gift. Time will tell if friends become much more. In the meantime, your friendship I'll always adore. Oh, I to love the point, it. friendship. Hey. Friendship is very exactly. important. Um, I know, and I know a lot of times when we meet people, you know, and especially if we're physically attracted to them, we instantly want to skip the friend phase and we go right to we together, you know. But um, <laughs> yeah, you you got to talk to each other, get to know each other, you know, share your history, what's going on with yeah. you, you know, what do you like, what do you like to do, all these things we kind of skip. Um, and we go right to dating, and when you ask something, you're like, I don't know. And and I admit, I've been there before. I, I've been in, I was in a relationship where we never established a friendship. We met, we liked each other, we dated, and then when problems, you know, surfaced, it was like all we knew was to be enemies because we didn't know how to be friends. So I exactly. say it's very important it for – yeah. That's very important. Establish that friendship. And and for our men mm-hmm. and women, if there's somebody out there who doesn't want to be your friend, they just want to be your, your boo thing, I understand, you know, we're, <laughs> we're at a point where, yeah, we want somebody, but don't want somebody so desperate that they don't want to get to know you. You're a person. You're special. Let them get to know you. Know who you are, not what you have, you know. Um. And it has some other Anyone things I'm not going to read, but right, right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and you want it to be natural, you know. Um, that's right. So important. Now, and and I know before coming on, I let our listeners know. I knew I had more poetry to share, and I know you had a few. I want you to save your last one for the the latter part, okay. and that way we could throw it out there. Yeah, because um. The last part of our, our conversation, we'll get into more of the intimate um, discussion. But I, I have okay. one. Um, once again, you know, I write sometimes a, like a little story. And this one I always thought was interesting. Um, there are times you do dream about situations, about people, and, and you do remember those things. So I wrote this one called The Dream. And I guess. I might have been watching the Game of Thrones because it's it's a medieval type um, setting again. And oh, as okay. you can see, well, as you can hear my listeners, I like the whole medieval, you know, the, the castles and the knights and all that. But it is basically the personification of a relationship, you know, the things you have to go through in a relationship to get what you want or get who you want. But it's called the dream. Right. The sun rises, the sky drops, rainbows are blue. The ocean breeze and the old life brushes the morning dew. I approach the edge where land meets the waves. This is the time of day where I lift my hands in praise. Today I engage in battle, always at war. 
My journey is never ending. Again, I take up my sword. The beast, some call love, is vicious and cruel. The scars in my heart are under love's forbidden rule. I clad myself in my armor, pure white without blemish. Once the battle begins, its pureness will diminish. Clashing of swords to deafening battle cry. My only rule of survival, fight hard and not let my heart die. Severe wounds from the past, I've been left to die alone. Instead, I rise to one knee. My inner strength is now shown. My sword raised to heaven, triumphant, never in defeat. My feet are firmly planted where heaven and earth meet. The battle enrages. I remain calm and not in distress. I peer beyond my heart's horizon for my queen in the white dress. The dark nights of life charge to fiercely engage. My visor I lower, my shield in place to ward off the blaze. Mounting my steed, I battle through the forest of men. My honor on the line, my queen I must defend. My white cape flowing as my steed runs faster. I must protect my queen's heart from tainted love's infinite disaster. The love of my queen motivates me to dismount my steed, to battle valiantly against the evil of one's deed. My hands bleed, I'm fatigued, the battle lasts forever. For you, my queen, I must endure this last endeavor. The timeless war spanning years, months, days, and a night. I stand before my queen victorious as the valiant knight in white. That is, that is, I love that piece because um, it's like he's going the extra mile, you know, right. to go above and beyond. Well, I, I like I, that. I see it as like in a relationship, whether you're male, female, it doesn't matter. When you're pursuing somebody actively, everything's great in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, here comes this person over here. Here comes this situation here. Come here. Oh, you know, all these things happen. And I feel like you've got to battle through those things to get the person you want. Um, let's be real. You start a new relationship, here comes the old boyfriend. Here comes the old girlfriend. Here, yeah. you know, <laughs> and they, I feel like they can sniff out when you start a new relationship, like, I think a new relationship mm-hmm. is going to arrive. Oh, and they show up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, or you get this, you're acting different. Of course. I feel oh, like yeah. when you yeah. get involved with somebody – you want to give that person your undivided attention. The problem occurs when we feel like we can divide ourselves into fractions and be with all these different people. No, you're one person, you know, and, and some people understand that that's their MO. They, that's what they want to do. They want to have multiple people. I get that it. True. But when you get multiple people, you got multiple problems. Right. Um, multiple problems. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I always and say, I that, read, you know, some I'm, of my, what you meant, I want to read a piece. Okay, okay. But go ahead and finish what you were saying. Oh, I was just going to say, and I said this to some of my friends that um, I, I think I lost my train of thought. But well, anyway, but sometimes I'm in relationships, sorry. you know, no, 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 you're good. You know, my brain is all over the place now. Um, when we <laughs> When we find that one, you can only choose one eventually. You know, you choose yeah. one. And and I understand we don't want to hurt people's feelings. I get it, but sure. you're one person, and eventually it will happen. Not everybody's going to like your choice of, of mate, the person you choose to be with. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to be happy mm-hmm. about that decision. Some people will. Some people will embrace that. But you still have to make a choice. You have to say, you know, this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, and I choose you. That's and we know some people are going to say, I choose you, 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 you. Right. But but go ahead and mm-hmm. let's hear your poem. 
and that goes with what you were saying, you know, choosing that person, you know, thinking that's the person for you. It's called the perfect man. It says, slim bill, welcome and handsome is what you are. Your look is classy, compelling, intriguing is who you are. Pecan tone, hair clean, shaving, swagger, moving in motion is who you be. No other man like no other is no one I see. You talk a voice of assurance with ease and chaos. Loving is a ritual, sort of like a seance. The warmth that your hand gives off, my body melting that makes me tingle with excitement. When you are making love to me, it's such a delightment. I feel the goosebumps dances as they welcome another touch. The feel of your breath on my skin is so breathtaking, overwhelming feeling that I encounter just at the thought of knowing that you're near me. The sound of, a, of your voice makes my soul quiver when you call me. You are willing to provide, to protect, and profess your way, love in ways unknown. Your dialect, your eyes are deepened in your tone. All these things are who you are, who you be, and how you are, and that makes me all knowing that I have the perfect man. And that goes wow. back to what you're saying. We choose who we want to be with. Not everyone is going to agree with who we with. Right. You know, it's not for right. them to like who we with or to say who we should be with because we know. We know. Right. Absolutely. We know. We know what we need, and we know how that person makes us feel. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Now, <laughs> the, the tie the tie in with that. Now, this is what's going to stop you from pursuing that person. Let's just keep it real. We sometimes yeah. are afraid of feeling love for someone or for somebody feeling love for us. So I got two back to back that are going to coincide, and okay. and I'm I'm reading this from a man's point of view. Fear. Because men, we have okay. to, we we Thank pretend you. that we don't, you know, we, we could be yeah. six five, three hundred pounds, you know, I'm big, you know, but we fear yeah. falling in love. <laughs> I mean, really. So let me read fear, and then I'm gonna follow up with another one. Fear, okay. fear of the unknown, destiny undefined, my mind unlimited, my thoughts confined, imprisoned by a love that's never lasting, freeing my soul with much prayer and fasting. What motivates my fear is the harsh pain. A failed pass is enough to drive me insane. My motive is pure. My intention is to be in love. Instead, I roam as a nomad, always in search of. Fear has my heart dead bolted tight. Did I engage in battle and lose the fight? I'm on the run, hiding in the shadows. If true love appeared, how would I know? I'm scared. I sense it like a predator is near, like a beast in the night. I can feel my own fear. That's what stops us from pursuing is great relationships, the fear. Mm-hmm. But right. where does that fear yeah. come from? A broken relationship, I think. is, And, yeah. and these two tie in together. It's called Love Did It, and it tells where that fear comes from. Okay. My life is written in a different note. The keystrokes unchanged as the simple float. Some songs accompany tales of harmony, joy, and love. Other songs bear unripened fruit of none of these above. It's the harbinger of pain, repetition of the same game. Multiple hearts shredded for each failed exploration. Moments of emptiness floats on an open heart closer to disintegration. Why does love hurt? Why does it fail? Why does it deviate brightly colored hearts into shades of bitter pale? If love is all we need, Mm. then I need the best. I'm tired of the heaviness of failure beating on my sunken chest. Love didn't need me. I was just his token. Love left me abandoned, depressed, fearful, and severely heartbroken. Who am I to blame for Mm. how I feel? Love did it because it did not heal, it killed. 
that's where that fear comes in. You know, we fear falling in love because of love. Really. You know, we love someone with all our heart, and they broke our heart, and I'm I'm good. I ain't I ain't falling in love no more. I'll, I I've been there. Uh huh. You, you know, give up. I, yeah, you give up. And for our singles out there, don't give up. Don't give up on love no. because guess what? Love is out there waiting for you. Like, hey, you walked by me three times already. Why you won't look at me? You know, but fear would do that. You won't look. <laughs> I'm not looking. <laughs> but um. <laughs> And then at the same time, with that, you're saying you're not looking, but sometimes love can come and find you, too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Trust me, I know. Yeah, absolutely. I got one more to read before (laughs) we take a quick break, and we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back to it. Um, And with that break, I got a few announcements. All right. So this last one for this portion is called The Rose and the Lion, and it's a personification of a relationship, you know, and – the rose, of course, is the flower, and the lion is the king of all beasts, but I put them two together. The beast, such as the lion, can devour many men. A gift, such as a rose, can help a broken heart mend. How can the sweetness from a rose melt the king beast's mighty roar? Can one so delicate turn away wrath so deep within the lion's core? His growl becomes a pun with her delicate touch. His stare becomes a stargaze beam, no more bloodlust. He protects the precious rose so no man can bring harm. He's a gentle king beast who is no longer at arms. He spreads his mighty paws around her fragile stem, the king of all beasts and the queen of all gems. The wind blows her enchanting fragrance across the safari plain. His slumber is peaceful as her rose petals drift across his mane. The rose is colorful, a majestic bronze with a blend of gold. The lion's head is held high and his heartbeat is bold. The lion is full of love, protecting the rose is his sworn duty. The love from the beast enhances her everlasting beauty. In this lifetime, all can live in peace. The ferocious and the gentle together, the beauty and the beast. So for my people out there, love can exist. Love does exist. You know, um, not to say it can, it does. You just have to be open to it. We're going to take a quick, 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 quick break. I have a few announcements, and then we'll get into the more intimate conversations type part of it. February 28th is the next podcast with Ben Brown. Um, That will be at 2 o'clock p.m. on blogtalkradio.com. And for our listeners out there, if you want to listen to our podcast again, you can go to Spotify, search uh, Vit Friends, and you can go to iHeartRadio and search Vit Friends. So we are making big moves in 2021. Make sure you visit vitfriends.org. Yes, we are. Visit vitfriends.org for any updates to the organization. We have our new Purple Patch Teens group. So if you have a teen with Vitiligo and would like to, you know, join the support group, visit vitfriends.org to find that information. Um, We have upcoming classes such as language classes, painting, um, health fair, and a little bit of everything. So we are making big moves within the community we're doing it all virtually because of the pandemic. However, that's not stopping us with getting boots on the ground through virtual means. You know, we are still out there doing our thing. And uh, and, and we have um, some big events coming even with the podcast um, in April, and we'll give you more information as we finalize a few things. 
And if you have questions or comments, um, you can send those to support at vetfriends.org. If you just want to say hi to us, um, tell us what a great job we're doing. Or if you have suggestions, send us an email, and we'll respond as soon as we can. But I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the podcast today. And this is different. This is our poetry podcast um, with myself and Kim Yetta from Fayetteville. Um, and let me say this to our listeners before we get back into the poetry. This is the first time I've read my poetry in front of anybody in such a large group. Um, I know I can't see you. You can't see me, but I know people are listening. This is my first time. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm a little nervous. But I thank you for listening. Uh, and, Kim Yetta, I thank you for sharing. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I think, yeah, I think this is very important for us to get our voices out there um, to connect with our community in a totally different way. You know, I know a lot of our conversations are about vitiligo. However, this gives our our community and our listeners an opportunity to see us all in a different light because we are people and we have some talented people in our group. We have singers and dancers and, you know, rappers and we have mm-hmm. um, musicians and, you know, you name it, we have it. So, um, that way, you know, we can really learn how to support each other as we move forward in life. And, and hopefully when everything's back to normal, we can actually meet. And that's one of my goals because I know everybody pretty much virtually. And there are people I would like to meet personally. But let's get back to our poetry conversation. All right. So let's get into the, uh, I guess, the more adult um, aspect of relationships, uh, which is that intimacy. Um, intimacy is very important. And I know a lot of people who think, oh, intimacy, it's not always physical. You know, there is that yeah. um, you know, intimate conversations you have. It, it's how you connect with a person. It's how you look at a person, how you talk to them. Um, and and let me let me put a brief um, disclaimer out here. Like the poetry that you're hearing today is all original. It's, you know, Kenyatta is reading her poetry. I'm reading my poetry and I'm trying to push Kenyatta to put hers out there um, on Amazon KDT, <laughs> which is that, that Kindle. So still going to work on you with that. Um, the poems I'm reading can be found on the Kindle. Um, it's called Intimate Conversations, Lost Life and Love. Not lost, L-O-S-S, but lost, because as I mentioned earlier, we get lost in these relationships. But um, <clears throat> we're going to start going to the intimate part of it. So with the intimate conversations and all that, what are your thoughts before we start reading um, about the whole intimate aspect of relationships? Well, for one, I mean, just piggybacking off what you have said about intimacy, it's not always physical. Intimacy is communication, you know, the mental part of, part of it, because you have to really listen to someone to really know someone. It's about observing right. them. You know, even if you sit across the room, you, you know, you just watch them. It's like you're taking in who they are. So intimacy, and of course, we get intimacy. It can get physical, but at the same time, right. it's about bonding with someone and knowing who right. they are from the inside out. Absolutely. Bonding. That, that's what it is. <clears throat> right. Learning how to bond spiritually mm-hmm. with that person, emotionally, um, and we do understand as adults, physical is important, you know, um, 
in marriages, physical is very important. Um, it is one way to stay connected with the other person. We get it. Um, so this first one I'm going to read, it is the most I've talked in a long time. It's called <laughs> Intimate Masterpiece. Um, and this, well, before we get into some of the intimate, intimate, intimate um, poetry, but this is called Intimate Masterpiece. So many secrets to my heart I want you to know. Many ways of love I want to show. For love to grow, take it slow. The depths of my heart continue to grow. What shines inside your shell I want to hold. Your loving heart I want to shape and mold. If I can take you in my life to be, my life will love you eternally. My God, precious Lord, knows when I need to feel blessed. He put you in my life to put my hurting soul at rest. The day you lay your soft lips upon mine will signal romantic beats of a heart's intertwine. Looking back at my life, there was a pleasant surprise. The love I seek was already viewed by my eyes. What I can offer you is more than diamonds, rubies, or gold. It will tell stories of you as the joyful years unfold. This mystery is not found in life's entertainment and pleasure. What I have to offer you is my greatest treasure. I have tried to give it away. Yes, this heart of mine. The emotional Judas let it go each time. For a reason or season, it never did last. I understand now my future comes from my past. The renaissance inside me is now my art. My masterpiece I give you is my loving heart. Mm. The intimate masterpiece. Now, we go. Yeah. So as as we're getting towards the end of um, our conversation, um, I got three. Mm -hmm. No, I actually have several more I need to share. Now, do you have any more? I just have one for that the intimacy with rents, crucial type okay. stuff. I just have one. Okay. So what I okay, it's so I'm gonna on. let you go. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, you sure you sure? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing because all right, I've never read any of these in front of people. Um so I, I gotta set it up first. So okay. I have a series of poems called Hot Chocolate. And there's three cups, and then there's the cool down. Um, now, let me set up. Yeah, if your ears are a little sensitive, no. I would not read okay, the well, cup. You have to get the book. Before you do that. <laughs> right. You, you have to read. Okay. But let me set it up, then I'll let you go, but then we'll, we'll get okay. to it. But the third cup, I would, not read, I would not read online. Um, the first two cups, oh, wow. the first one was written Valentine's Day many years ago by myself in the room listening to music. And what was I drinking? Hot chocolate. And I'm vibing to some neo soul music and I'm feeling and I've started writing. And I'm like, oh, I like this. But I'm writing as if I'm with somebody. I was single by myself, you know. The second cup was written mm-hmm. Christmas time. Once again, by myself, drinking hot chocolate. And I'm like, what in the world's going on? Now, the third cup, I was not drinking hot chocolate. It was the summertime, but it still fits with the same theme. And each each um, poem takes it up a notch. So I will not read three, but I will read the fourth one in this series, which I just wrote um, uh, December of 20, uh, 2020, which is the cool down part. And um, so I'll read – after you read yours, I'll read one and two, and then I'll read the cool down. And then I have two more poems 
to read one from Valerie uh, for BitTrends and a new one. I'm okay. just trying, so, awesome. but I'm gonna let you go ahead. Okay, this is pretty. This is called You and I: Earthquakes, Tornadoes, and Hurricanes. So unpredictable. But one thing is for certain that I know your love has a place, and the only place for it is to be is with me. The world, the moon, the mountains, there is no love that compares to yours for me. The world, the moon, the mountains, there is no heart that compares to mine for you. In all the comparison, there is no one better for each other than us. Now, uh, oh, okay, that was great. Let me say this. Uh, hot chocolate mm-hmm. is a little bit different, people, so... <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, and this is the first time I've, I've read this uh, to more than one person. So, yeah, I'm going to read it. So, this is hot chocolate, the first cup. Hot chocolate, one of life's greatest pleasures. The words that are right are rated R, not PG. The rating of my words means, are you ready for me? I've been waiting patiently to have a sip from your cup. Your lips upon my lips, a taste of chocolate will fill me up. Hot chocolate woman, definitely warm to my taste. Good to the last drop, I'll never let you go to waste. Your skin, a reflection of mocha, more than a latte. I want your mind, heart, and sweet love, not just your body. Let me take a little sip. I won't let this moment slip past. Don't move too fast. I want this moment to last. You're so good to me. I love your sweet chocolate taste. No need to fear, every action sincere, no need to haste. Sweet hot chocolate love, my heart it warms, from the softness of your body to the embrace from your arms. Not too hot, just right from my lips. I'm in love with your flavor from your walk to your hips. So much in this song I want to say. My menu reads hot chocolate every day. Hot chocolate in the morning, noon and night, I want this. Before I say goodnight, one more taste of your hot chocolate kiss. Fizzle, That's the first cup. <laughs> I love That's the first oh cup. Um, I love it. Now, you know that just keeps my read... to the third cup, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you have to read the book to get the third cup because I would not read that online. Okay, no. I'll read but, that. <laughs> let, let me get to the second cup, which takes it up another notch, still within taste, you know. Um, but, yeah. So hot chocolate, the second cup. Here we are again, alone, face-to-face. Hot chocolate love, I desire another taste. I need your cocoa flair. You're making my heartbeat thump. I feel the heat from your touch. I feel my love lines pump. I need a sip slow on the tip of my lips. I'm in love with your brown lips and the curves of your hips. This time of year, most would dine with red wine. I'll dine with hot chocolate. You taste so divine. Move close to me. Let me caress and kiss you. Melt from my touch. Tell me what you want me to do. I'll kiss your shoulders, your neck, down to your lower back slow. Whisper in my ear where you want me to go. I'll show, not tell. Intimate seduction is true. Hot chocolate, all of my life I've been waiting for you. Tis to the season, hot chocolate, peppermint joy. I'll unwrap you by the tree like my favorite toy. No games, intimate love converted from seductive conversation. Too much of your chocolate has me in intimate sedation. I'm overindulged from your entree, my guilty plea. My hot chocolate queen, prepare yourself for cup three. I will not read cup three. I'm going to get that cup three. <laughs> so, look, I love this, it. You so, think, uh, so, let me say this. As 
you know, people in loving relationships, you got to have those things that spice up your relationships. Because, you know, sometimes exactly. we get called into the same mold and we do the same things, watch the same movies. No. So after Talkable. you hear hot chocolate, yeah, after you hear hot chocolate, you're going to get a cup of hot chocolate and go, wait a minute. Hey, baby, you know, you're going to look at each other in a different way. <laughs> you were talking about three hot Poetry should do that to you. It should, you know, especially when you're reading poetry about love, it should take you to a different place. Yeah. You know, off yeah. this planet, off this, off what we're dealing with, with currently in our situations. And, you know, and I'm thinking it's Valentine's Day. Look, everybody gets flowers and they get cards and you might go to dinner. No, spice it up. Something do something different. fun, something unique. Something right, right, right. Write a, yeah. write a poem. Write yeah, something. Tell the person how you feel. Right, so don't be scared if so it's a rejection. Right, and and be honest. You know, um, if this is how mm-hmm. you're feeling about a person, write it. Let them know. Um, yeah. you know. Write somebody a love letter. Think about it. Write a love letter. When's the last mm-hmm. time? And think about the people out there listening. When was the last time you wrote your special person a love letter? Not type. Exactly. Not, not a text. You know, not a um, Facebook messenger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think about it. You got to be creative. Uh, especially tonight, you got to be creative. Your, your spouse is taking notes. Okay. <laughs> so here's the last one in this series. <laughs> then I have a few more to read. Um, this is Honey Caramel Chamomile Tea, The Afterthoughts. Ooh. A cold okay. winter night, moments when two bodies become one, cups of hot chocolate, internal warmth of desires fulfilled, the last cup overflowing with sensual satisfaction, Love expressed on stretched canvases, unfiltered, unrestrained, unyielding, hands clasped, sweat dripping, the sounds of the night, smiles of love, thoughts with thoughts, transformed into the intimate masterpiece we created together. My lover, beautiful butterfly, my forever love, your curves entice my every thought. Your glow transmits rays of hope, erasing tainted love's past. Kisses that stimulate hearts fluttered, my love, your love, we love. As the temperature lowers, we lay into each other. Intimate lovers, the genesis of love everlasting. Indulging of hot chocolate lust fused into love making with the taste of honey, caramel, chamomile tea, the sweet taste of honey love making lasting forever. Wow, yeah. Um, so I, as we start to get close to the end, I actually have three more to do. One, um, it, it, it not dealing with the intimacy in that form, not the physical okay. intimacy, but um, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to read Valerie's poem that she wrote. She asked me if I would read it, and I promised her I would. And then I have another okay. one that I just wrote, like, Three days ago. So this oh. is a letter to love. This is a dedication to a mm-hmm. pretty little lady named Love. Thank you for the inspiration you give me each and every day. Your thoughtful support, caring heart, and gentle spirit have given me the ability to jump higher than ever before. Thank you for those days that turn into nights engaged in hours of intimate conversations. Such sweet intimacy. Thank you for entering my life at the most opportune moment. We were so far away, yet so close. Time has allowed us to become even closer. 
We grew from a distant association to an intimate friendship. We're destined to become so much more. When I'm close to you, I feel my heart beat to the rhythm of unspoken words, a rhythm that is steady, never yielding, never slowing in tempo. Thank you for your open honesty, encouraging words, and always keeping things 100% with me. Real talk. My heart was once closed. Now I'm open to joyful possibilities of love and life. I'm finally living instead of just existing in life. Thank you for allowing me to reveal treasures from my heart that was once buried beneath the pain from my past. Thank you for loving me compassionately and intimately through conversation. There was pain from heartbreak and sorrow. That was my past. My love, you are my future. You've touched my heart in ways I've never felt before. Thank you. And that is a letter to love. Nice, nice, nice. Now, don't don't ask me where I get all this stuff from. I just write. <laughs> I, I sit in the car and write sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, like you say, it comes in the craziest ways too, in the craziest places. Right. Right. But before I get to the last two, um, and I and I'm speaking to our singles out there. Like I said, don't give up on love. Um, love does exist. You have to be open to it. You have to be ready for it, and it's not going to come always when you want it. Um, sometimes when sure. you give up, I'm done. I'm not. I don't want nobody. You know, when we're frustrated, it can come right. out of nowhere. And oh, it doesn't and not, always – what were you going to say? And it's not just as far as for single people. Even married people right. or people just, you know, engaged, thinking to get married. Sometimes, you know, the, the thing that you did to get that person, visit that place again or even just think, like you said, right. thinking outside the box, just doing something different, thinking, doing something you would think you would do and just do it, even though it makes you like, well, do it. Right. Sometimes you have to, like I said, spice it up, do something different. I mean, hey, you got to do what it is. Do what you did at the beginning to keep to get them to keep them. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and oh, for a couple, laughter is important. Learn, learn to laugh together, mm-hmm. you know. Um, exactly. I, I think laughter heals a <laughs> lot of our issues and things. Yeah, sit, sit you know, and just talk you and let your hair down. Oh, you know, to my brothers, I don't care if you bald, let your hair down. You know, go out there and, and <laughs> laugh with your woman, have fun, you know, be silly exactly. sometimes. I think as adults, we become so serious okay. that, you know, I'm uptight. No, this is who I am. I get it. But sometimes don't be who you are. Exactly. Be somebody else for a minute, you know. Um, there you go. Get out of that. This is me. Yeah. Yeah, this is just me. This is how I am. Well, guess what? Sometimes being right. just you and how you are will leave you with it. just you. <laughs> That's I it. Uh, and I <laughs> and I have some friends. Absolutely, I have some friends like that. That love uh-huh. has beat them down so bad that you know any any oh, mention wow. of love it it becomes a negative um, connotation. I'm like, no, just you know, if you present yourself as lovable, somebody out there will love you. You know, and we have to be careful oh, what definitely. we put on social media because people mm-hmm. read those things. That person's bitter. That person's mad. That and person, and not they don't want media it. either. Right. Absolutely. You know, um, you got to be very careful, but I also feel like you got to be intentional for what you want. You say you want somebody to love you. Mm-hmm. Be intentional. Be open to. Uh-huh. Um, that is so true. 
and, and realize so it, it may not it may not look like the love you see on TV. All these married at first sight and and married in the forest and all these crazy crazy uh, reality shows they have. You know, it may and not look like that. Difficult time. Yeah. Right. So you just have to really, really open your heart, open your mind to the possibilities right. of love because there's somebody out there to love you. Um, and, and we all know mm-hmm. that. We've all been in love before, so we know. So I have this poem uh, written by Valerie. She wanted me to read it, and I told her I would read it. And it was something mm-hmm. she uh, wrote for someone. It was very special and dear to them. Um, mm-hmm. It's called Your Hand. And, and and let me say this about poetry before I read it. Sometimes our interpretation of a poem is not the same as the person who wrote it and how they intended for it to sound. So I'm going to do my best to read it um, as Valerie in, intended for it to be read. Um, but I just say that because sometimes we re- we'll read a poem, but it sounds different when the person who wrote it read it. So just keep that in mind. But this is your hand. Can I hold your hand as I walk along without you even asking me why? Sometimes I get lonely, angry, and scared, and your hand is really all that I need. Can I hold your hand as I walk along when my day is really gloomy and gray? When my heart is pounding and my pain is great, your hand is all that I would need. Can I hold your hand? Can I call you friend? Since my hand feels so secure in your grip, when I'm troubled in spirit and I'm feeling low, all I need in that moment is your hand. And that was written by Vit Friends President Valerie Molyneux. Thank you, Valerie, for giving me the um, opportunity to read your poem. And greatly appreciate it, and also giving us the opportunity to meet today to have this poetry reading. Um, and this will be the first of many, so just we'll bring it back. But I have one last poem to read, and then Kimyetta, you and I will right. close things out, and then we'll go on about our day, and okay. hopefully somebody will get a big hug and kiss out there. This is called mm-hmm. My Heart for You. I met you on a Thursday, fell in love with you on a Saturday. New love is magical with the power to wish our worst fears, fears away. In the world bathing in chaos, I found my missing puzzle piece. I was always a whole man, yet your love makes me feel complete. A cold winter night helped me to understand you were uniquely created for this humble man. Restless butterflies in my stomach, faint whispers in my mind, Love for you and my soul, now and forever, it's our time. We may not save the world, but we can save one another. We can form an unbreakable bond as love is rediscovered. Inoculated from our past, our love lost and life is now regained. Magnificent love is reborn, unblemished with the virgin renaissance name. A sincere gesture is all that it takes to impress this man. Native love language is birthed from a simple shake of two hands. My lonely inner king finally met my forever queen. If this is a make-believe bedtime story, then please let me dream. I was transformed into a true believer from the first moment I kissed you. No more faithless dreams and nightmares because I know fairy tales do come true. This is my heart for you. 
So that's my last poem that was written last week. Wanted something special to put out there. Um, so for our listeners, as we start to wrap things up, and you know, we thank you for listening to our um, poetry reading podcast. Uh, it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. And um, what do you want to say um, right before we close? Kimiata? I just want to say to all those who are looking at into relationships, marriage, whatever it is, just going in with the open mind, open heart, the flaws or whatever, just love unconditional. Love them in spite yes. of. Look at that good thing that you may seem like, oh, God, everything is, but it's the good, the love, the mindset, the mentality. Just love. Love, on simply love. Love on purpose. That, there we go. That, love on purpose. And yeah, happy Valentine's Day. And don't let this be the last time you buy your special person flowers, cars, candy, anything. Make Valentine's Day any day you want out the year. You know, make them feel special exactly. all the time, not just one time. Right. Exactly. And, <laughs> exactly. Now, for our listeners, the, if you're uh, interested. It's, it's almost just the thing. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. But if you're interested in, in getting the poetry, um, that I have out there. It is on Amazon under the KDP. If I'm not mistaken, you can go to Amazon.smile and still um, access it that way. So if you do it through Smile, um, bit friends will get a, um, a donation from Amazon. But if you yes. search for Intimate Conversations, Lost Life and Love, Mark Braxton, it will pop up. Once again, that's mm-hmm. Intimate Conversations, Love, Life, and oh, Love. I got it backwards. <laughs> Lost, Life, and Love, name Mark Braxton. All the poems are there. There's actually more. I didn't read all of them. There's like 36 or so in the actual um, ebook. It is an ebook until I'm able to deal with a publisher to get a physical copy made. Um, and one thing that I will say about the poetry, it is colorful. I don't like straight black and white because I don't see the world as straight black and white. I see it. I look outside the box and I see all the wonderful colors. So there are pretty colors and images and all that with the words. So, but I thank everyone for listening. And once again, Kieta, Kimieta, I thank you for coming on board. It was great, great conversation. I think we had a lot of fun. We even had a weird special guest come in, and yes, <laughs> hopefully he finds his reptile. Um, yeah, you know. But, you know, hey, we still laugh about those things and um, move on with life. Hey, life moves on. Maybe he needed really somebody to talk to. So let's move it from there. And I thank everyone for listening in. Thank you. uh, Have a um, wonderful Valentine's Day. You know, tell somebody you love them, whether it's a family member or a friend, because somebody needs to know that they are loved. Take care. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thanks, Kimiana. Bye-bye.